0: Before we get into this week's edition of the Sam Sports Talk podcast, I'm just here to remind you guys the official Sam Sports Talk sponsor is Sweet Dreams Confections Company, voted as Delaware's number one chocolate shop, one shot cross place in Middletown, Delaware. Guys, do not sleep. This is the best chocolate shop in the spot, fellas. If you guys need something to get your girl, head right over to Sweet Dreams Confections Co. today, man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sam Sports Talk Podcast. This is episode 48. So we're here. It's the day after the World Series. I have the baseball guys back. We chopped on. We're back. My Dodgers fans are here. We're obviously going to talk about the World Series because it's fantastic. And it went the way that we all wanted it to because we all hate the Astros. So I'm here with Jake and Ethan. Ethan, what's going on, brother? How are you? What's up, Sam? We're doing pretty good. I'm happy with the World Series result. The
1: Astros did not win, so America won. Yeah, but I'm—I cannot have been. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm happy Frederick Freeman won a ring. And mm-hmm. if there's any team that was going to win a World Series, and it's not the Dodgers, I'd—I'd want it to be the Braves. So mm-hmm. love that. Bailey,
0: Jake, what's going on? Yes, yeah, right. sir.
2: I'm good, man. Ready to talk a little World Series. It was a fun one.
0: Yeah, definitely a fun one. I mean, listen, I'm just going to put this on the table right now. Um, I don't know how bold this would be, but I did say it on live last night. The Solaire pimp job last night might have been one of the sexiest things I've ever seen in my life. I don't think I've no like no. that. They they said the ball went for four forty six. I thought it went seven hundred because uh, that, that ball that was, ball was 80 pissed on. <laughs> left off. the whole
1: left the whole stadium, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, it hit the 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 white wall behind the Crocker boxes. Right. Yeah. Did yeah. it? No, I, I was kind of mad about that because um, I was getting a haircut last night when it happened, and I, I talked to you about this. But I was saying every single like cool moment this series, I wasn't, I wasn't home. Like I was driving <laughs> um, the Dansby Solar back to back, legit. I got up because I was, I was applying to call a college when I, during the game, and I got up to go talk to my dad about like asking him a question on it. And I come back and just see Solar in the bases. Yeah, it
2: was, and, and I'm
1: just—you got to be shitting me! Like, <laughs> of all, like the, it was—it was like this little pitcher's duel game, and of everything, you see the most exciting thing in the game. You've been watching this for three and a half hours, and you don't even get to see it happen live. And uh, well, there, there, were other stuff I just wasn't home to see. Yeah, the uh, the grand slam—I was driving to a friend's house in oh, Game yeah. Five. Um, and then I went to someone's house to just watch the Sunday night football in the World Series, and like we were watching the, the football game when Marwin Gonzalez took the lead. I'm like, whatever.
2: We'll tell you this on the pimp job. My favorite thing of all time is when a righty hits a bomb like that, and his team is in the first third base dugout, and he has to turn around and look at it. It's like the greatest thing there is. Like because yeah. a lot of guys pimp it themselves and do their thing, but when a guy. Like, even when a righty looks into the first base dugout, it's not quite as cool. Like, you got to turn around and look at your team and give them the, like, let's fucking go. Like, we're up 3 nothing in the World Series right now. It's unbelievable.
0: Love that. I love that. It's fantastic. And, I mean, listen, the Braves are here. They did the job. Uh, I mean, Astros' bats kind of went silent. I was, like, looking over the stats and stuff. Um, Brantley batted a quiet 333 during this series which I honestly did not expect at all. Bregman literally had one hit. Correa was like 267. Um, Altuve was four during this series. So the Astros bats really fell asleep in this series. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. Literally no clue.
1: Alvarez had like
0: two hits too, right? Yeah, Alvarez was also very bad. And Kyle Tucker wasn't great either. Kyle Tucker was also no, bad.
1: No. They were all – Zach Rehnke took better quiet. at bats than a lot of
2: those guys. Very quiet. They did, they did the same thing with Boston and they woke up. They just didn't wake up this series. They just, and to credit the Braves, man, they just, they're relentless, quietly relentless. They, they hit dude. And then when you're hitting like that, all of a sudden now the offense is seeing a guy like freed and all the other dudes out of the pen and you hit different when you're chasing, you just do. You get it's, it's now, okay. First and second one out, we're down by four. Like I need a bomb. And when you start swinging for the fences, you get these big swing and misses and, that's a, I think a big piece of that was the Braves just jumping out early in these games and forcing mm. them to take game changing at bats instead of chipping away. I think that's a huge piece of
1: that. Yeah. I think, I, I think, some, go ahead. Go on, okay. I think just something with it too, you know, we kind of mentioned before, we were saying like, you know, this is the top offense in baseball. Um, but the reason the Braves, if they win this series, the, what's going to hold them over the edge is started their pitching. Like, their offenses, you're obviously gonna to give to Houston, but what the offenses aren't that far off. But if you're going head to head with a rotation like the Braves have been throwing through the postseason, they've had the best bullpen through the postseason. You're that's something that can give the Braves an easy edge any day. And we saw, you know, we said we could see them taking this in six or seven games, or Houston taking it in five. As soon as the Braves took game one, you kind of just got this feeling like, okay, something magical could. End up happening here. I mean, you go in, on the road and win game one five nothing, six nothing. I don't remember the exact score. I, exact score. Excuse my words, but um, I mean, they they just hung in there all series. They battled these games out, and I think something you really got to also give credit for is Brian Snickers managing. I mean, mm-hmm. you took people were kind of questioning taking Ian Anderson out in game three, but I honestly think that was probably the best decision he made the entire series because Ian Anderson was good. He wasn't great. I think he had a little bit of an overrated start. He was – Baker said he was kind of like um, effectively wild. I mean, he had a yeah. lot of – he was kind of all over the place. He was walking dudes, hitting batters, but he was able to keep the game intact, which I think is huge. And I think Snicker knew that time you're coming around the third time of the order, this is when you actually pull a pitcher, not what Kevin Cash did the year before. But I think it's it's a perfect move because you bring in this this hot bullpen in. You're – Set this shut it down
0: for four innings,
1: couldn't have, couldn't have managed it better.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, the one thing that I do want to highlight another thing that I want to highlight from last night is that I saw this on um just baseball fans and free. I thought we were 100% going to get a game set because the Astros number one in the league against in WRC plus against lefties and Max Freed got shelled early earlier in the series, and I was like, yeah, we're getting a game seven. Like, I don't doubt that we're going to get a game seven. And I still thought the Braves were going to win in seven, but Freed dropped dick last night. That man, yeah, he spun it last night. Shout out to that Dummish. guy. Freed was a I beast know. last night, boy. I think Freed's <laughs> the most underrated
1: pitcher in baseball. He is. He was unreal. I think. He was I, unreal. I, think I think he might be top ten. Yeah. He's one the guys. Game, he's I, I think by next year, he's going to be known as a top-ten pitcher.
2: Yeah, I agree. You see a lot of times in the playoffs, guys like this step up and kind of they've been doing it all season or whatever, but when they get on the big stage like this, people know him, and then they go back to kind of a decent pitcher the following year. I see that dude's next five, six years is going to be a guy. Yeah. He's good, sure. dude. His stuff plays. He is good.
0: There's him. I'm
2: surprised um, he didn't get his, his freaking Achilles snapped in half on that play at first. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was unreal. Pops up, throws a couple pitches, goes back to dominating. I'm a big, big. I was sold on Freed after watching him do this thing here.
0: fantastic. Magic is great. I love their bullpen. Smith kind of made me shaky last night. I'm not gonna lie. I thought there was, there was a very, very minimal chance that they ended up blowing that game last night. I yeah. was not putting it out of the cards. Did
1: not even <laughs> know when
0: Diaz would have won that game. I was like, dude, no way. Like I was like, there's no, there's no way this shit happens. You know what I mean? But Will Smith got the job done last night. Um, Solaire. Mm-hmm. Now there's a couple of questions that I want to talk about surrounding both of these teams, because I think there's a lot of uncertainty on both sides because I've seen more so with the Astros losing the world series, but there's also questions about the Braves moving forward. Um, first question that I do want to tap on is the Braves outfield next year, because obviously right now they have like six or seven guys. Um, and most of these dudes are free agents going into the next season. Obviously, we know Acuna going to be there, so that's like the one staple you have, right? But who are who do you guys think they bring back next year? Uh, who's who's
2: uh, who's who's a free agent of them? Do you know Rosario,
0: Duvall, um, Peterson, Peterson Solaire. Solaire? Wait, is Solaire? Or, yeah. Okay. Literally, all of them were all rentals, of them but right? Acuna. Mm-hmm.
1: Here's the thing. Um, I think people are forgetting Christian Pache is still
0: in yeah, it's organization
1: true. And that guy's a pretty good fielder. I think you got to give that you got to give that guy another shot. But I think, um, look, Jock Peterson. I love I love the guy, but he was a rental.
0: Mm.
1: I think a lot of these guys were rentals, but because they did so well, you got to think about keeping a couple of them. But Peterson, I think. You don't, you don't play Jack Peterson every day. If he wants to stay on the team and be a pinch hitter, great, keep him. But if he's wanting to play every day, let him walk, let him go succeed on another team. Mm-hmm. Just don't let him go to an NLEs team. Um, Jorge Soler, I think I think him and Duvall, you you keep at least one of them because if you can have a dude hitting in the middle 7-6 spot who's going to a threat to hit 40 homers with an already insane lineup, keep him. What are you? Why not? Like that? That's insane. And I think Eddie Rosario after the NLCS, you, you. I don't need to. I don't need to say much I think you have to keep Eddie Rosario at that point. I think a lot of it you do need to look on it like how much value is he bringing to the Braves? What's like I think that is where a part where you look into the analytics of it. How much? How can we do without Eddie Rosario? But man, I think I think Rosario he kind of had a he finally got on a big stage and was able to succeed. And he's, I think that's just one of those things that just carries on with you into the next season. Mm-hmm. But we did talk about this on the last podcast. There's definitely a chance that Rosario can go get a bag on another team. You know, yeah. I, if it's me, know, if it's me
2: I'm, I'm with you on that. If I'm trying to find two guys to pay out of that, it's Soler and Rosario. I think they just, both of the, both of those dudes come in, when you come into your own and kind of have your moment with a team, it's nice to stay there. Like you're mm-hmm. coming back the next year and you have that camaraderie with at least probably 70% of the team, whoever returns. But it's like, when you have your moment with a team, these guys want to stay there. Like you just won a world series for the, the Braves. Like you want to come back next year to the Braves as the guy that played that big of a part in the NLCS. And then the dude that they're the MVP of the world series, like that's the team you want to come back to. Right. And I think if you got those two guys in your outfield with the Cunha, you are, I don't know that you'll find a more I should say, projectable or promising outfield offensively mm-hmm. and then you know get that that's what the outfield is. you go hit, man, hit, catch routine fly balls, make a web gym here and there, great, but you hit, you're there to hit. so I, i'm I would be paying those two guys as much as I could to keep them
0: um, and they still have to get Freddie on their books, but I think you give Freddie a blank check at this point oh, because yeah. you know, <laughs> you give him whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. He's Dude, gonna
1: me
2: go in it he's gonna finish there. he's gonna. Yeah,
0: no doubt. More
1: like, I'm more likely to get into Harvard or like just do something like that. There's and Freddie yeah. The there's no way. Freddy. If you were to tell me Freddie Freeman was leaving the Braves, I would probably never watch baseball again.
0: I don't think there's no, change. no chance. No chance. Exactly. There's no chance. Yeah. Um, I like I I just I think I think there's a chance Rosario walks and like gets a bag somewhere and plays for like, you know, like a Miami or like a Kansas City that will just yeah. throw him a shit ton of money. And he that was like his that was like his career move right there was yep. just him making like a two hundred fifty million dollar contract based off of this playoffs, which I, I don't think he he might get that. Who the fuck knows at this point? But he probably will.
2: With The way these things are going, dude, everybody that's a free agent that has a good six weeks towards the end of the season. Gets it back. Rosario. I'm with you on that. I He got a World Series. He 100 percent will go to whoever pays him the highest. Yeah. He doesn't care. He won't care about winning anymore. No. It's just straight get, let's get the money. And right. you know what, right to yourself, yeah. dude, you got a world series. It was awesome. Cash in. I'd rather see you sign for 300 million versus 90 million to stay somewhere for a few years. Right. Get yeah. it. You earned it. You and earned you're the earned star it. of the team. Yeah.
0: Yep. That's what I'm looking at right now. So, um, such so I like that. I like, I, I like Duval a lot because Duval's obviously bounced around, but he always seems to end up back with the Braves. So I think at this point you just kind of make it a permanent fixture and just fucking stay. So, yeah. and then Solaire, I love Solaire, dude. I think Solaire is a beast. Yeah. So I think that's the outfit that they should rock with. I'm hundred percent agreeing with you guys. Um, mm-hmm. My next question, let's flip to the other team. Cause we have to talk about the Astros because I think Correa is leaving. I think it's kind of like a set in stone thing that he's leaving. Um, I don't want to talk about where he's going because I don't, Because I personally don't want to talk about it myself because I'm scared. (laughs) Um, But I think there's a lot of questions about this team and the moving pieces that they have. Obviously, I think Justin Verlander is on like a qualifying offer you know, they're going to end up denying that because they're not going to pay him $18 million next year for what he's bringing to the table next year coming off Tommy John. Um, And I don't know if you guys heard about this, but their pitching coach just retired. And the Astros over the past five years have been known to take these mid-tier guys and turn them into superstars. So we saw it with these guys during the postseason. Like, yeah. you couldn't tell me going into the postseason that the Astros had a, a even a decent rotation. The rotation was terrible outside of McCullers. They they transformed McCullers into what he is. Urquidy's okay. Valdez was throwing gems in the playoffs. So... He's gone, and I just think there's a lot of questions on a table for this team, especially regarding gets pitching. You know the offense is going to be there, but you're going to have to replace Correa, and I don't really know what the pitching situation is going to be like there for them next year. I
2: see I, I'm, I see, them just taking a dive, to be honest with you. I see them going from the five, six-year Astros we knew and this year's favorite to win it to a team that is just not going to be very good. I really – for. For many reasons. Like you said, they're not going to pay Verlander that. He's not worth that. Their pitchy coach is gone. That changes things. You bring a new guy in, who knows? I just don't see, I don't see them being a certainly not a world series contender. I wouldn't be surprised if they just take a legitimate dive and and wild card, no playoff type team Mm -hmm. for a year or two, but they're also smart. They're a very good organization. They'll pick it up. I don't think it'll be long, but I could see them having a one or two year span of, little like, fuck it. We're not going to pay anybody this year. We're going to lose. We're going to rebuild. We're going to look at some things and then a year or two, we'll be right back where we are.
0: No, I'm in agreement with you. That That's
1: exactly what I thought. I mean, I think, I think there was some point I thought if they, if they were going to, this was their kind of final chance to win for at least two years. And I think if they did win, Correa was going to resign, but they didn't. And man, I, I thought, Correa would stay just because he seems like he's super loyal to Houston and wouldn't want to leave them. But at this point, I mean, that guy, that guy might want to chase a bag and go somewhere else and be a big factor. I can see him signing with the Tigers. I think the Tigers within a year or two are going to be contenders again and having Correa be that center stone piece you add for, give your team attention again. And then you got Spencer Torkelson coming up soon. That would be, perfect for this. T- if I'm the Tigers GM I'm doing whatever I can to get Carlos Correa you need yeah. a short you need a you need a sh- short stop and a leader like that on your team if you're on the verge of becoming a huge contender spot in the AL Central again mm. and just in awesome. baseball, just in baseball in general and I think like Jake said the Astros management their front office their development system it's good enough where this isn't going to be like a 10-year rebuild like they had it uh, they'll be they'll be back in contention within one to two years but mm-hmm. I don't think they'll I think they could probably if the Correa walks they'll they'll be a third place team in the West next year I, I think the Mariners are just on this huge jump right now where they got a load of prospects coming up and I think the athletics will continue to be the athletics they'll be they'll be consistently good but they're not going to be 95 plus one team this season, this next season. I think the mayor, I think seriously, I think the Mariners win the division of this whole thing falls apart for the Astros.
0: I think it's the Angels time because apparently the A's are going to tear down house this year. Like apparently they're yeah. going to sell everything. They're going to sell Bassett. They're going to sell Olsen, all their guys. I think it might be time for the A's to finally do something or angels. Yeah. Sorry, not the A's.
2: I would love to see that. I think a lot of people would like to see that. Angels yeah. are a team that nobody really dislikes. Like,
1: you got guys on the top. Top. I, 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 I lo- Honestly, I like the Angels a lot. Angels a lot. I don't know why I'm starting with uh, words. Yes. Like I, I mean, I grew up in uh, in between L. A. and Anaheim, so getting to Angels Stadium is a lot easier than getting yeah. to Dodger Stadium. And whenever we're back in town, we'll always go to an Angels game. It's yeah. it's a beautiful ballpark. it's underrated ballpark in my opinion. It's easy to get into. Da 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 da. Great baseball. You can go see the best player in the world, Mike Trout, play. It's awesome. Mm. It's a good experience. Um, who the fuck hates the Angels? I mean, they got Tony and Mike no, Trout. You can't but hate the Angels.
0: But I think they're going to make a splash. You I, know, so. I, I think they're going to sign Robbie Ray. Hey, I think that's I their have, guy.
1: I the, With Max Scherzer, if he doesn't stay with the Dodgers, I have two teams in mind who's going would to be an Angel. The Angels or the yeah. St. Cardinals. Jersey with the Cardinals. Here's why. they The Cardinals, they could just use him as this little rental piece to have in their rotation, and they can make a run for the World Series. That's true. I could, I could so see him fitting in that team for one to two years and calling it a career. Yeah. Pitch his fucking heart out for them. But I do think – I think there's a chance Max stays. It looked like he had the time of his life.
0: I think he's going to stay. Fun. Yeah, I don't think he's going to
1: stay. He looked like he had so much fun. You can just tell after game five. You know
0: what? He's going to go yeah. to the Cardinals. Trevor Story, uh,
1: oh, oh. Right with Nato. yeah, that'd be
0: beautiful. Trevor Story be nice. is going to be a Cardinal. I, 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 so.
1: I like the Cardinals, like as a team. Uh, Tyler O'Neill has become one of my favorite players. Aaron always been one of my favorite guys. I, I want, I mean, think about it. if the Cardinals like the Braves. The Cardinals are that team. I would love seeing win the World Series because Arenado would get a ring. Goldschmidt, Tyler O'Neill, he's a young, young rising superstar. Uh, if Trevor Story went to the Cardinals, Bader, be- love Bader. Bader, Wainwright and Molina. Yeah. If they, if they, if the Cardinals win the twenty twenty two World Series, that would be great. Every single one of those guys winning a ring, you would be happy for. Yeah, being insane, dude. Molina and Wainwright having like uh, a last stance type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be that would be really awesome to see. Do you guys want that to talk about fun. the shortstops? Yeah,
0: yeah, yes. Because what there's five, right? Correa, mm-hmm. Seager. Story, um, Simeon. Who am I missing? Brandon Crawford. That's not the fifth guy, though. I don't think. Javi Bias, yes, Javi Bias, but I think Javi Bias is going to be a med. Oh, he's so it's sick. like four, so it's four guys. Where do you guys think these guys are going? Where are they going, dude? Because <laughs> I don't like some of this.
2: shit. I'll start. I, I unfortunately. As much as I don't want to picture it, I just I picture Seeger leaving, which just bums me out. And I don't know if he will, but I just see, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I see it. I hope not. I hope he stays, finds a way to stay. But I hope I hope Seeger
0: stays. Where he's at. Well, that's just like a um, a luxury tax issue, isn't it? That's why they're not keeping him.
1: Right? Yeah, I, I don't see him staying, and they've they've done the comparison charts they've shown how much value Corey Seager brings to the team when he's on the field because he's missed a lot of time for injuries mm. and they've shown it and he really doesn't affect their winning their them winning games that much and i think especially them trading for Trey Turner at the deadline that kind of i think sent a little memo mm. saying, okay yeah. seager might not be the guy for the future this guy's not i mean i love seager i have his jersey right up on my wall back there, the World Series edition one. But like, I mean, this guy, he's given a lot to the team. And but he's not, he hasn't played a full season since 2016. No, um, I, I just I don't think you can see it. And I think Gavin Lux needs to start seeing the field every day. I mean, that guy had been raking all through September. He had a pretty underrated October. That guy was getting pace hits off pretty on a pretty decent level. And I think If you can extend Turner, have him at shortstop, have him at, and then have Lux at second base and center your team around Mookie Betts and Turner for the next seven years, that would that's great. I mean, those guys are some of the rarest talents you'll see in the sport, and I think at this point, or there's there's something else they could do. They they signed Seager and they they're able to keep Turner, but Seager gets moved to third base once Turner, because this is going to be Turner's last year likely. Um, he's on a 2 year deal i don't think he, he's going to retire after this year i think or he's going to sign a 1 year deal I, I don't know what that's up for debate next offseason but i know justin turner is going to have probably one of the best years of his life this year cuz he knows it's going to be the it's it's the end of it and i think if you do lock if you can lock up Seager, they're definitely going to be having a plan to move at third base
0: mm. yeah cuz that's always been like where and that's where everybody thinks he's going to end up shifting later in his career yeah. later, everybody thinks he's going to end up being a third baseman he's, later in his career he's, he's built for it. he's
1: a massive yeah. that's what he's, his
0: brother is his brother's a third baseman
1: yeah i don't think people realize this but Corey seager is fucking massive like that's he, what you
0: said you said he's like huge he, yeah no, they, they were
1: talking about it i just remembered them talking about it in the 2017 world series it all this always stuck with me with like i think it was whoever was on the broadcast was, was saying i should he was talking about how he met seager earlier the day in the day for the first time and he said When I struck that dude's hand, I didn't expect it to be that that massive, and he was like, "That guy hurt my hand shaking it because of how strong (laughs) he is." And he's like a
2: he's like a Tulewitzki. When you see him at short, you you
1: just uh, even though they got a good body, you don't expect
2: it, and then when you see like what size and weight they actually are, you're like, "Oh, dude, you're you're a shortstop with that body." It's unbelievable. He's
1: he's got it. He's got a good arm. I, I feel like. If they got the money to keep him, and you can get him in the third base slot in two years, absolutely resign him. You have Turner at short, Lux at second, Muncie at first, top infield of in baseball. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they do. They got to do whatever they can to keep money for Bellinger. Just for, just for me, I want, I want <laughs> as as Bellinger. As long as Bellinger stays long term,
0: we're good. Yeah. Keep Billy in blue, baby. Yeah, Billy's ass isn't going nowhere. No, it's he not want to go. No, he's Take got care. like
1: wait, when would he be a free agent?
0: Uh probably next year. Two more years, right? I, I think, don't know. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure on it.
1: I think it'd be 2023 because it's six years of service time. He debuted in 2017. Yeah. So that'd so. be
0: 2023 then. So he's got yeah. two more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that sustainable? He's not going nowhere. You know Billy's not going nowhere. I can't see yeah, that I mean, That's the whole really time. Bad. Why would they not resign him? Well, I'm going to get greedy. All right. I want Seager. Okay. That's my guy. I see Seager playing in New York. I, I, here's the thing though is I don't see Seager playing in New York. I, I, the reason why I don't see Seager playing in New York is because like me and my dad were talking about this today. And I was like, listen, like Seager is the play. Like for them, like for the value on the money, like instead of signing Correa for $300 million, they should sign Seager for $225. And it makes a lot of sense. He's a lefty bat. I think he provides more to this lineup than Correa would. But you know they're going to make the sexy move. You know Correa is going to be a Yankee, you know. Like, I I think he – I think Correa is perfect for the Tigers, and I think Seager is perfect for the Yankees. But I just see the Yankees just throwing $350 million at Correa just because it's the sexy move to make, you know. And I don't like that, but I'm not going to be upset with it, you know. So – that's the Yankees way, man. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's why I fucking hate it. It's
2: awful. It's the worst. Put, put 300 to one guy instead of putting 300 to two
0: guys. That'll really help you. That's the problem. Yeah. That's, Give it that's to the That's what I'm saying. They, they want to make the sexy move. They want to make the big play. I'm like, I yeah. hate it so much. Um,
1: who they are.
0: Yeah. Uh, story. Story's a cardinal. I think that's like fantastic. I love that play. I've seen his name thrown on like a bunch of like random ass teams, but I think he's a Cardinal, you know? I think that's a beautiful storyline right there. Love to see that. I would love that. And then Simeon's weird. Simeon's really weird. Cause I don't think he's going to go back to the blue Jays. Everything hints, like everything seems like he's not going to go back to the blue Jays, but I don't know where he would go. <laughs> yeah. He, he would,
2: he's in a good spot, man. They got a young, talented team. I would, You trying to win baseball games, that's where you'd want to be.
0: Yeah. I think he goes to the Angels if they don't get Robbie Ray. If the Angels, like, strike out on Robbie Ray, they're going to throw their money at another hitter. (laughs)
2: Because,
0: you know, that's what they do. They try to get their one pitcher every Mm -hmm. single year. It's what the Angels do, and they end up throwing their money at a hitter Mm -hmm. every single fucking year. That's what they did with fucking Rendon, the year they signed Rendon. <laughs> they want. They wanted. I think they wanted Strasburg. They wanted, they wanted Garrett Cole. They wanted Garrett Cole, and they didn't get Garrett Cole. So they're like, ah, red down, whatever.
2: Who's the best hitter left? Let's take that guy.
0: Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a, 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 exactly what it is. Um, CT3, Stan.
1: He's saying I-
0: CT3, Stan.
1: I think I think it comes down to this. The Dodgers will do whatever they can to keep him. I think CG3 wants his
0: bag though. I think it's, it's like, 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 yeah, that's some what like I'm saying. Rosario it's about, shit. He
1: wants a bag. It's all about if he wants to stay on the team or go to another team and be able to play every day. Mm. I think he's gonna he's gonna if that's the option, he's gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, I think it's, it's just too
2: hard, man. These guys have agents, they got lives. It's like, hey bro, it's all nice and glamorous to be the fucking hometown guy that stays and does your thing but go get an extra hundred million for your kids and your kids kids and the rest of your fucking life yeah, that's all that's dude. what it now you got so many people talking that's, to you about the business side that the the glamorization of staying with one team is gone unless you're a dude like trout that's going to be able to stay with that team and get the bag like that's all it is these dudes are, it comes down to business
1: that's what they're saying about Seeger because his agent is scott boris and ah, they, yeah, yeah. Every, like, everybody's like, agent like, is Scott Boris, so like, dude like there's no way they can sign him for at least 20. He's gonna have, they're gonna have to pay him
0: over 20 million a year they're Yeah. they're yeah. gonna want his money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For sure. But CT three, man, I think he's I think he's literally in I think he's a better player than Eddie Rosario is, but I think he's in a very similar position. Like they had like CT three had a great season in general. Outside of that late season slump, he was great. He was an all-star. He was fantastic in the playoffs. He had the three home game. Like he's gonna want to go get paid. You know what I mean? So I think he's going to go to a team. I think he's going to go to a team. that's not that great and get his money. I think that's what he's going to do. I do
2: too. And he's been, he's been consistently good on a Dodgers team that doesn't consistently play him. That's tough to do. Mm. You go give that guy 162 games of however many he's healthy for. He's going to be very good. I think so. I I agree. Let him, let him get paid. Let him be a superstar. Winning is winning, but. Go go play 160
1: games. I, I could honestly see him going to the Mets. Um
0: Oh, I would hate that,
1: man. <laughs> I, I would too. I would do not want to see him on the Mets. And uh but I mean they need the thing with the Mets is I mean you got all these power dudes like Pete Alonso and you got Lindor and Baez, I like that middle and field, but I think what the, th- the thing is, if you can get a guy like Taylor, he's the Swiss Army knife utility man, and you can you can insert him legit anywhere on the field. And if this is a Mets team that just came off the season with the worst, like they had the most affected war by injuries. And if you have a guy like Chris Taylor, that guy can play a- anywhere but catcher, mm-hmm. and he's a he's a good bat. You can always rely on Chris Taylor to be good for your team. Every every team needs a Chris Taylor. That's how okay. I see that. He's a lot like Kiki Hernandez. Like every team needs the Kiki Hernandez. Every team oh, needs
0: dude, a Kiki. Kiki's a free agent too. No, he, he's he's on a two year contract. Oh yes. Okay, I thought he was a free agent as well. Um, who are the Mets losing? What are Conforto. their outfielders? Conforto. Yeah, I think Conforto is going to be like a giant. I I heard that. I,
1: I I've seen that.
0: Yeah, Conforto being a giant. Hmm. So C T three to replace Conforto out there and with the Mets, always better than Michael Conforto. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, they have to resign Strowman too, but I don't think they're gonna resign Stroman.
1: I've seen I've seen him with Dodger talks, but I don't. He's not gonna to come to the Dodgers. I'm he's gonna back to the Blue
0: Jays. Like
1: he's not. We don't. We don't have room for Marcus Stroman.
2: Let's talk about somebody leaving for good.
1: You know, Posey.
0: Oh, dude! Oh my gosh! Heard, oh my god! I did. I was forgot about it. Most wow.
1: shocked. That was that was like probably some of the most shocking news I've seen in a while.
2: I... It is. I know he's like, I know he's older a little bit, but it almost felt like not nearly the same timing. But like, uh like when you found out Andrew Luck retired, you're like, really? I mean, yeah. he had his issues. Exactly. But it was just kind of like a Posey's leaving. Like he seems like he certainly doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would say it before season and have the whole farewell tour like guys like to do. He's definitely a finish my season and wrap it up in the off season, but didn't see that one coming.
0: No, you just just hit 300 and they won 106 games. (laughs) What's up, dude? (laughs) <laughs> I, I have a
1: feeling it was something, like, medical-related. It's got to be, yeah. Because, like, who who retires out of – like, it's either a big personal matter he needs to deal with or it's just – it's a family matter, injury. There, no one's going to retire out of the blue like that after 107 wins. Yeah. Season. Or maybe
2: it's a 100 – what is he – how many years has he been playing? 15, 16? How many? He's been probably here. been in the
0: league for 14, 15 years. He's 34. He's been there since 2010 on the Giants. So since so he's got, 24, you got,
2: you got the leg issue back in the day. You got all those years of catching, and maybe it just, just kind of felt like, look, I'm gonna get through this season, see how it all feels, and make a decision. Maybe yeah. it just didn't, maybe it just didn't, maybe it just didn't feel good. Felt like the time he's, for him. Who knows? He's 34. Yeah, 34 year old behind the plate. That's tough. Doesn't to be fair, anything.
0: we're not even done yet. This hasn't even really been announced. We still have to wait for this tomorrow. That's true. You That's know. True. This is just yep. like what is this like? It was like a report from the Athletic. Yeah, yeah right. All told
1: sources on the Athletic, and then I reached the MLB. It's like it's not a fake report or anything by
0: now. It's, oh, it's okay. 100%. I don't know. Maybe he changes his mind, dude. Who knows? But man, it's like sucks. I feel like it's like all these like guys that like I grew up watching. They're just like going. It's coming to time, you know? It's crazy. It's so weird to it's think sad. about, man.
1: It's sad. How about posing. Albert Pujols is a free agent. I forgot.
0: Babe, shut up. Albert's on a TV. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Albert's
0: no,
2: out playing he's... Mexico baseball right now. Dude, I did you see the like the walk-off bullshit grounder he hit the other day? I could not stop. <laughs> I, I replayed that like 20 times to watch him run down the first. It was baseline. the funniest <laughs> shit ever, dude. The funniest run I've seen in
0: the first time. The
1: machine.
0: The machine. I think he's gonna reach love. out with the Dodgers. How dude? do you
1: let Albert Bull's gonna infield single? I don't know, yeah it's yeah. like He's a the possible. fastest man alive so i mean you got to give you got to cut the info dude
0: when he stole that base you were so gassed yeah. <laughs> dude that, that was, was like funny. a fastball
1: yeah that was funny no I, we, we were we, yeah we were we were alive together and it was it was just a passball and I yeah
0: started, like, and i was, was like back. oh i was like oh shit dude like <laughs> i was like you ready for pools this
1: the, <laughs> like pools is the fastest man alive dude like, <laughs> I, <was> like <laughs>
0: I don't see i don't see anyone else stealing third in game three of the nlds it's beautiful, um, fellas. I'm beat. I just I'm sad that this shit's like over.
1: Yeah, you know. I'm, I'm like, sad as a Dodgers fan. I mean, I'm, but like, but I mean, like, dude, Posey, Posey was my childhood. I mean, I started watching baseball in 2012. That was Posey's MVP mm, year. Yeah, and like, that's nine years of watching one of the best catchers, like, uh, the best catcher of the last decade, and now he's saying goodbye, and the. Best regular season the Giants have had in my lifetime. Right.
0: It is sad to see guys like that go. Mm -hmm. I miss them. I'm sad this the season's over. You know, I thought it's great that the Braves won last night, but you know, this shit is way too fun to stop. Because at this point we don't get to watch baseball for four, five like five months. You know, know.
2: So, next, next exciting thing is what winter meetings and see what goes on there. Yeah,
0: and dude, some
2: the off-
1: content, like even just as like a content creator, you're it gets dry, like quickly. And la- last year I started posting like at the World Series. So I had to deal with the offseason all year. And like, I, I-, I don't really know what I'm going to do now. I might just move into all football content. But like, I'm going to I'm going to miss baseball, like just watching my nightly routine every night was just coming home, getting my homework out and turning on a game. Cause I had MLB TV, so I could watch any game I wanted to. Yes, I and like it's it was so nice to have. And I, I had more fun watching the season than ever. And I think what made it this season so special was it was the after 2020. And like around honestly, I feel like now looking back on it, spring last year was like not magical, but like it had like a a feeling of revival because uh, around April and May was when everything went back was starting going back to normal. Mm. Like my life was going back to normal. Baseball was sports were going back to normal. We had full full crowds for playoff and M- NBA playoff games. Baseball stadiums were filling up again, and like it just had this. You had this like renaissance revival in the sports world, and like just in our entertainment industry, and like it felt so nice to watch and baseball never felt more alive this season than it ever yeah,
0: had. 100 percent And
1: and like I think, I think social media, like the MLB's TikTok page and like their Instagram, they they marketed the game spectacularly this season. With did T- like the, job. I know I mean I, I kind of hated on it at the beginning about like how much they posted about Tatis, but like, no, <laughs> you post that man as much as you can. That guy is changing the game. Yeah, and I, I think it, it this was an amazing season to watch and I, I'm going to be sad about it. And like, it, it's, I'm growing up and like, it's going to be kind of weird next year because when the season rolls around, I'm going to be graduating a month later. And like the next time I watch in the world series, I'm going to be in a, in college, in a college dorm or at a bar with a bunch of people. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Like time flew by. And I, I, mean, I had a, I think I had a pretty good childhood watching baseball. So For Mm -hmm. that was the last World Series I'm ever going to watch being a kid. And that is crazy.
2: That's a,
1: that's a, I'm I'm just realizing this, even talking. I didn't, I didn't realize that last night. That was my last time, but damn.
2: Yeah. It was crazy. It was a good, it was a good, it was a really, really good season for baseball, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, all the big market teams are fun to watch. And then you get down to the World Series and it gets down to what baseball is. And it's like, doesn't give a fuck if you're a big market, small market we're gonna somebody's gonna win and that's all it is it's nice to always see baseball go through that whole thing of watching the giant not giants but the big teams lose to any team on any given day and the ups and downs of having your freaking yanks get beat by the orioles and watching the dodgers you know just looking at them as much as you're rooting for them in that nlcs you could just feel it they just didn't have it all that stuff is so makes the game so good man you you know, even if you're down and out or you're you're up by 10, it's just not over. It's not over and you can't predict anything. So I, every season that rolls around is fun. And then you got the old spring. It's outside. These guys start going and it feels like it brings on a whole new, whole new journey every season.
0: So I like it. It's always a bummer when it ends. I see. So, yeah, it sucks that we just we have to close the book. I'm pissed. You know? I'm pissed because yeah. we won't hear anything about it for like a month. Literally nothing, dude. Nothing for, like, a month. It sucks. It's the worst month of the year. We will
2: will probably be doing, like, a week one 2022 season before we know it and go, damn,
1: remember when we were talking about how long it was going to be? Yeah, I know. March 31st, and, like, I can't – every year, April, May is, like, the greatest time of – the greatest – honestly, I think November, December, and April, May are the greatest times of the year. I agree Mm -hmm. with you. Like, even in the summer months, but, like – uh April April, May is just like it's always it's the end of the school. I mean, you yeah, guys are holidays, holidays and warm, school ending. Like,
0: no, I get it. Holidays,
1: yeah. school ending, and just the weather is getting warm again. We had our first cold front come through today. It's freezing outside.
0: Yeah, but it's cold as shit here. So how cold is it?
1: How cold is it, real? Off topic question.
0: Uh, 45 right now.
1: It's it's it was, I think, hold on. It was 50 degrees today, but it was cold and rainy and it hasn't been cold since February.
0: Yeah, it's been steady 45 for the past like four days. It's
1: terrible. Right, it's 50 degrees. And, and we had we had two snow, two snowstorms last year.
0: Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys and had then, that you had that huge ass snowstorm last year. Yeah,
1: that was like yeah. that was like the weirdest week. We because we we were locked down. Like we were more locked down than anywhere in the country, even during a pandemic because yeah. of a snowstorm. And like no one could lead, like we were trapped at our house. We could not leave or go anywhere because the roads were completely frozen. That's we insane. had to, like, it got kind of scary because we we're like, oh, "If this doesn't freeze, we're gonna run out of food." And like, because Texas isn't prepared for it, pipes kept bursting, and then our power went out. And it, when our power went out, I was so cold because it was like ten degrees and. Like, your, your phone dies and like you just got it you just huddled up as a family together in the living room and you're just like yeah. hoping it comes. And then it came back on later that day, but then we didn't, we didn't have water. That was a, that was a really weird week. And I mean, and I, I lived in Ohio for three years and we had, we could, we get way more snow than that and not even be trapped in. It was, it was crazy.
0: Yeah. It's nuts. All right, fellas. I think we got to close the book on a season. Do we have any final thoughts? for the 2021 MLB season, because it's a sad day today. It is. I'll say,
2: hey, man, I, outside of the season, I'm glad TikTok gave us all this little platform to meet each other. And it did, yes. It's been fun, dude. I mean, I yes. just, you know, I think we all have a pretty unique ride on, on TikTok and having fans and having people follow us and meeting each other. And it's been fun, dude. So I'm glad that we met. I'm excited about the already – off-season shenanigans next season, getting back to doing this every now and then. um,
0: Go Braves, dude. That was sweet. Oh, yeah. We're getting hip during the off-season. If you guys are still listening, we are getting hip during the off-season. We will not be going away. We will still be coming out with the episodes for sure. There will be more shit. Okay. We'll we'll have discussions. We'll figure everything out. But we're not going anywhere. That's for sure. Damn straight. Damn straight. straight. So, all right, fellas. I think that's going to cap it off. Guys, thanks for listening to another episode. Thanks for a fantastic baseball season from all of us. And we'll see you guys next season, man.